Today's episode of The Chaser Report brought to you by that cup of tea you made this morning and then you forgot to drink it, so you popped it in the microwave and then you forgot to get it out of the microwave, so it's just still in there. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report for Monday the 16th of August 2021. Charles and Gabby, before we get into the, the dark despair that is right now, Let's all say something good that happened on the weekend to start the week with an uplifting and positive note. Gabby. Well, I mean, I turned 25 there on you go. Saturday. Yay. There you go. And may I say, yeah, the theme actually uh, amongst my housemates and I, we had a theme and the theme was obviously quarter life crisis. And may I say the entire East Coast of the country really showed up yes. for that theme nice. on Saturday. Gabby, we're getting so that to that. Nice. We're getting to that. We're getting. No, no, I know. I just wanted to thank the country for really going all out. <laughs> okay, we didn't quite um, achieve the goal of an upbeat start to the podcast there, but congratulations. 25, you had a birthday, time passed which is basically mm-hmm. all that's happening at the moment. Just yes. time is just ticking over without anything to show for it. Boy, did I age. Yeah. yeah. It was Charles, nice. did anything good happen to you? Well, my son had his birthday yesterday. Turned 13. Happy birthday. Wow. Teenager nice. in the house. Yes. That's much more exciting than 25. And it was great. I got him great present, which is I gave him my iPhone as the birthday oh, present. And nice. he loved it. Like It was just the best thing he's ever had. But instead, I so I now have ended up with his phone, and I'll just uh, so two minutes ago, I think the podcast started, and my phone battery was at a hundred percent. It is now at sixty three percent. I shit you not. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're great phones, like for the half hour that you get to use them <laughs> today. Yeah. yeah, like I sort of go, you know, like love for son is one thing. But also having a good phone is probably more important than... Yeah, I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't have done it. You're you're a good dad, Charles. You're a good dad. My good thing, and this was on your advice, Charles, this was a very good thing. I went to the beach yesterday with my daughter. I took my daughter to the beach. Um, She splashed around in the cold water. She's very brave. She put her feet in. She had an absolute (laughs) ball of a time. Hmm. From today, we are no longer allowed to do that. It's for illegal. the near future. It's like, a $5,000 fine, Dom. If you the go. one moment of joy that was available to my three-year-old daughter is now over. But I want to focus on the positive, which is yeah. that we did do it. Yes. Even though now yeah. I feel absolute despair yes. that I can't do yeah. that anymore. So, But let's not focus on that. She didn't have that much fun that she's going to ask you to go for the next you know, three or four weeks. Oh, shit, Gabby. It'll be fine. She's going to say yeah. every day. Every yeah. single day. No, you've really made a and great parenting choice with every that. Every time I bump into her, I'll remind her of the beat. Yeah. yeah. All right. On today's episode, we're going to have a chat to the wonderful Jan Fran about her new series with Will Anderson, Question Everything, all about misinformation. And right after we go to the news headlines, we're going to talk about all the restrictions and all the changes that have happened from today. But first, let's head to Rebecca Dayunamuno in the Chaser Newsroom. Scott Morrison has announced there are one million extra doses of the Pfizer vaccine arriving in Australia for the one millionth time. In announcing the announcement, the Prime Minister said they would be targeted at those most likely to change their votes at the next election. New South Wales was plunged into a statewide lockdown on the weekend. The New South Wales government announced the decision affecting eight million people on Saturday afternoon via personal ads in a regional newspaper. Scott Morrison has set a new land speed record after he was caught running away from dealing with a disaster. Morrison was clocked breaking the sound barrier over the weekend when he was asked to give a single fuck about anything that Australians are going through at the moment. 
That's the latest Chaser news you can't trust. I'm Rebecca Dayunamuno, and I'm seriously considering emigrating from this godforsaken country. I mean, why even bother at this point? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Today's episode of The Chaser Report brought to you by the complimentary coffee that your co-worker brought you this morning. But it's actually a really awful cup of coffee. But you and your co-worker are not yet in a place socially where you can tell them your real coffee order, so you just sit there and begrudgingly drink it. Here in Greater Sydney, we are now in our eighth week of lockdown. But on the weekend, everything got a whole lot tighter. So let's take a quick look. COVID Watch. And Gabby, how are you enjoying all the new restrictions that we got you for your 25th birthday? Yeah, it's it's literally, it's like I woke up and the country said, you know what, we need to give Gabby a gift. Let's go all out. 466 cases. Yeah. There you go. Happy On birthday. Yeah. War I mean, is not always better. I didn't really think through what it would mean if the lockdown in Greater Sydney, where we all are, hello, mm-hmm. rest of the country, Oh, yeah, true. Um, got much tighter, but it has. It's actually gotten even worse. And, yeah, this may bring the no, cases but, down. But don't but you think that's a good thing? Don't you think that we're finally doing something that will actually work? Well, Melbourne yeah, would say yeah, I, you've been in lockdown for three days at this point. Yeah. I, love, I love the fact that they're rolling out to the rest of New South Wales the restrictions that they know don't work because they're rolling out the old restrictions to the rest of New South Wales, knowing that it's not going to work, and then they're tightening everything in Sydney. Because you wouldn't want the restrictions to work everywhere. You just want them to work in Sydney now. Like, so, the, so the whole idea is we'll get the cases down in Sydney, and then, but we'll let, 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 let's let New South Wales bloom for a while. I actually think, this is my honest opinion, and I think there, there should be an ICAC inquiry into this, Mm. which is that I think that the the New South Wales Liberal Party is funded by the coronavirus. I think that there is some sort of backroom corrupt deal, <laughs> like Eddie O'Bead style, you know, let's give you some money thing that's going on that means that, you know, every time they bring in a rule, they bring in another rule that means the coronavirus. Oh, they've just said to the coronavirus, look, we're not going to give you Sydney anymore. That's too unpopular. But why don't you go out to the regions and we'll just let you. I mean, to be fair, the coronavirus is probably a better coalition part- partner than the Nationals at this point. But <laughs> I yeah, wonder, you know, it I, gets more done and it reaches yeah. more yeah, people. It's more, well, it's it's more it's has a choice more between syphilis and COVID, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I think, I think the main source of frustration more so comes from the fact that it's like, so Melburnians will say we've only been in lockdown for three days. Elsewhere will say we've been in lockdown for what coming into eight weeks now. Yeah, we're now. My eight problem week. is that if I knew that the last eight weeks weren't a real lockdown, I would have gone and lived my best life for the last eight weeks. Yeah. I've been doing the right thing like a chump. Yes, yes because you were home. you were in your early twenties up until yeah. 
Saturday. Yeah, I know. And now, and now you're in your late 20s. I'm closer to 30 because of this You're virus. basically dead. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. You know what? It's either the virus gets me or I get myself. That's I mean, what I've always maintained. If I'd known that people were going to go up to Byron and that someone who didn't even believe in check-ins and thought COVID was a myth was going to go up there and spread COVID anyway, I would have gone yeah. up to Byron. I would have broken exactly. the rules. Yeah, and I just, I just love that all of this has just come like two months too late. I love that for us. And you know what? When things come two months too late, that should cause alarm for most people. <laughs> you are. They might. But look, we shouldn't be Sydney-centric here. We've got to broaden things. So true, let's true. take a moment to, to welcome Canberra to the big league oh. of actual cities um, well that done. are locked down. Well done, ACT. You finally made it onto the A-list. You and joined look, the cool I, kids. I, I did want to say, if anyone in Canberra, because they had a whole lot of toilet paper shortages, that is the first time. That they've been locked down properly, so they they did the whole toilet paper thing. Mm. And if anyone does want to buy toilet paper, chasershop.com. You already did have... this inappropriate plug on Friday's episode. How many rolls have you got left? We've got quite a lot left. Discount right. them. I mean, you can wipe your ass on a photo of Scott Morrison, <laughs> on a photo of Peter Dutton. What about the coronavirus? Been... I want to wipe my ass on a photo of the coronavirus. Oh, this it, podcast is. We'll get that for your birthday, Gabby. That's what that's your birthday present. Great. I, I'll tell everyone. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Today's episode of The Chaser Report brought to you by Cups. Use them, fill them, make them, spill them. Now, thanks to lockdown, which spreads day by day further across the country, we're all desperate for stuff to watch. Fortunately, we have the first ever comedy news panel show on the ABC, at least so it says in the press release. It's called Question Everything, and Jan Fran is co-hosting with Will Anderson. Hey, Jan. Hey, man. Yeah, we did invent the comedy panel show format. I've never (laughs) seen it before on any network ever, so we're pretty proud of ourselves. Now, I'm pretty excited about this because it's about misinformation, um, which is pretty much the most important thing going around at the moment. Have you managed to get uh, Craig Kelly and George Christensen for the panel? (laughs) No, not yet. And something tells me that if we were to approach them, they might turn us down. Um, No, we're going to have much funnier people on the panel. Three funny, albeit highly questionable, comedians joining us every week. So there's no no need for the Craig Kellys and the George Christensen's of the world on the panel just yet. (laughs) Although I think they'll come up. Now, I love the topic, all this new stuff, um, all the craziness going around, the lab leak theories and all that kind of stuff. But how do you make misinformation into a panel show? Oh, that's... um. What's the secret a, sauce? Well, the secret sauce one is a good ringmaster. Check. Um, somebody is that you? Knew, no, you? That's, that's Will. Oh, Will's the... It's yeah. a, it's a, what, what's your role in? So I'm... I'm bringing the answers. So Will's got the questions, I've got the answers, and our right. panellists have the jokes. Right, and, okay. And, right. and in that 
delightful Venn diagram right in the mm. middle is where the magic happens and that's how you make misinformation funny. Oh, great. Right. So you're the ultimate authority on all things. That sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, look, it was the role I was born to play, frankly. <laughs> yeah, you think, I'm Are the- you trustworthy <laughs> enough? Like, do people Absolutely trust you? not. No. Oh, yeah, right. No, Charles. No one should trust me. Um, yeah. Least of all Will Anderson, but he has decided to. Um, and here we are <laughs> going to air next week. So fingers crossed. Don't you think and- there's a bit of a DMARC issue? Because... Mm. Comedians have long had the trade in making things up, right? Like that's that's our job. Like the last twenty five years, it's just been all about yes. putting out fake news for the chase. That's right? what we've been doing. <laughs> yeah. so don't you think it's a little bit unfair now that politicians are really coming onto our <laughs> side of the thing and doing all that stuff, whereas they should back off and just let us get on with the fake news. Although maybe this means that what we need is more comedians to become politicians. You know what I mean? Maybe the problem is that it's just gone in one direction. Don't don't say that to Craig. Oh yeah, yeah. no, I've been worried about that for yeah. years because you know in um in Ukraine that actually happened. Yeah, yes. I know. Um, the yeah. guy and, 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 and the he US. ran as so a that, joke, I think, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, and yeah. he ended up winning. Yeah, it was a good yeah. joke. Same in the US, but yeah. it's quite strange. I mean, the other day we had a news article about um you know, private schools just getting more supplies of Pfizer. Mm. And then the Australian published a news story saying exactly the same thing a day or two later. It's impossible yeah. oh, to know what's impossible. reality anymore. Mm. Yeah, man. I mean, that was the the, the problem with, with Donald Trump, right, is that he just became almost impossible to satirise because he was just more batshit crazy than anything that you could possibly write about the man. Yeah. It was it was the golden era of the chaser because it just meant that we just transcribed everything yeah. that, <laughs> that went it. on. You know how there's that comedian Sarah Cooper who, you know, she just did the kind of yes. the TikTok lip sync. Like all you mm. have to do is just say his exact <laughs> words. It's and true. That Brilliant. Is insane enough yeah. to be hilarious. But you know what? I think it's actually good that he is out of office and that we're doing this show now rather than, say, at any point in the last four yes. years. Because I think, you know, he would have just usurped that entirely. Like, it just would have been all about Trump. And like this, we kind of have a bit of a bit of breathing room, you know what I mean, mm. to look at all of the other... All Are you saying that this format w- was, was designed... <laughs> For a Trump era, and it, you've just missed the boat on, on on the whole thing. I'm pretty sure Will has been thinking about it for a number of years, principally because of what happened in 2016 that lasted mm. until 2020, and you know the misinformation that that ended up out there. True yeah. or false? And before mm. the Chase ever did TV, there was a meeting with Will Anderson um, to potentially work with him on a TV project. But he said it was going to be, and it became the glass house, but he said it was going to be smart and funny, not like those people who just held up sausages in front of Kim Beasley, <laughs> which turned out to be the chaser. True or false? <laughs> you, what do you think? Oh, man. Um, God, I kind of want to say true. It was totally it was true. true. The most yeah. awkward meeting in the history of, the of television. <laughs> From he just spent the rest of the meeting apologising, and then about an hour later, we just walked out, just <laughs> going, "Yeah, well, we're not going to work together." Oh, are we? that's so good. But look, it's such rich t- uh, territory, Jan, and I've got to list mm. some of the things you're looking at covering. And I mean, the royal family. Are you gonna Are you gonna dive into the Prince Andrew stuff? Are you gonna dive into them all being potentially reptiles? Yeah, well, they are all reptiles, aren't they? I mean, I don't need to fact check that. That's absolutely true. I have a feeling you're not going to be a very good 
sort of fact checker person who knows the things. James. Nah, I'm garbage. So, you're right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're just going to agree with all the conspiracy theories, what about QAnon? Have you got a, Love any em. stuff? Love them. My fave. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And and they turn out to be they check out all right. Do they? Wait a minute. Yeah, Is the ABC is. now just you know <laughs> running all this propaganda as truth? You know what we've discovered in in we, we had this moment where we were like um you know kind of planning the show and and we thought oh gee are we gonna have enough content like you know what if we don't have enough content <laughs> mate mate not only do we have enough content we have got so much content that it's actually a liability i mean it's great for the show mm. terrible for humanity mm. great for the show you know yeah. so yeah, we're talking about everything, man. But in this, this is a whole new era. Like when politicians in parliament are spouting absolute bullshit. Mm. I mean, before it was just stuff that was offensive or what you disagreed with, but stuff that is just mad. <laughs> I don't really recall this happening before, Charles. Is this a new thing? I think. Well, what, what, let's ask the expert, Jan. Is this a new thing? Is misinformation a new yeah, thing? Yeah, just the fact that the fact that yeah. a large part of political life. Uh, and people in office. It's just people um, making. Mar- Marjorie Taylor Greene, you know, George Christensen, just believe things that are demonstrably false. And I mean, just I'm, I'm sure there's always been people who have been outliers who've believed things that are demonstrably false, but they've never had a massive platform by which to espouse them to the world, right? And yeah. people haven't, like, necessarily needed to care because they're like, whatever, that person believes what they believe. But now if you believe something false and you have a platform and you have hundreds of thousands of followers in the case of Craig Kelly, which he has, you know, via Facebook, Twitter, whatever social media platform mm. he uses, then you're sort of obliged to, um, well, but to by deal some with it measures, and to listen to it and to tackle it. Yeah. By some measures, before he got banned on Facebook, mm. Craig Kelly, by some measures, was by far the most successful politician on Facebook. Yeah, like exactly. He, he, you know, yeah, and Sky the, News was the most successful media organisation globally. Uh, Australian Sky News in terms of producing videos, and they were all, you know, Alan Jones. The most four point six million views for uh, COVID nineteen is not a pandemic. Mm. Yeah, exactly. So, th- so in answer to your question, like, is it new? Yes and no. Misinformation's not new, but I think the mediums through which misinformation can spread are new. Like it, it was not like this five years yeah, ago. It, it used to be was not like this ten years ago. And I remember like 20 years ago, 30 years ago, it would be people handing out these pamphlets yes. on election day yeah. and you'd go, who are the crazy people are those? Or, you know, like, you, you remember the CEC and stuff like that? Like there yeah, were these yeah, sort yeah. Of fringe Look, I don't. that would pop out at election time, the LaRouche lights and things like that. And they'd all have that, that yeah, that sort of thing of Jewish space lasers are causing the Californian bushfires, which is what... Marjorie Taylor Greene was elected on, mm. um, but the difference is now. Yeah, you're right. They, they've got the yeah, they've got the same they've, they've got the same platform as NBC and CNN, and so yeah. to some people they have the same credibility. That's the great terror, isn't it? It's like we um you know. So social media happens and we go, oh, amazing. Like anyone with an opinion can now say anything anywhere. And then <laughs> yes. like 90 seconds later, it's like, oh, that fuck. <laughs> anyone with idea. an opinion can now say anything <laughs> anywhere. You know yeah, what I mean? The Shit. gatekeepers had um, had something good about what they were doing, didn't they? Um, although that said, if you want to get a lot of web traffic for the show, all you need to do mm. is take the videos where you outline the theories, yes. cut off the fact check, 
Yes. And you'll get millions of views online. Yes, that's the plan. That's a great strategy, Dom. I'm just going to talk about, you know, ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine and, and mm. pandemics and, yeah, mm. get, get, get those clicks, baby. And apparently the idea for the show leaked from a lab in Wuhan. Is that right? Fact check, that's correct, yes. <laughs> All right. So the show, pre- <laughs> the show premieres on Wednesday at 8.30 p.m. on ABC TV and iView. It's going to continue for eight weeks. It's called Question Everything. All the best, Jan. Oh, thanks, guys. Yeah, I, I'm, I hope you like it. I'm sure you'll be watching. Confirm oh, or honestly, deny. My, my um, current content bar um, is yeah. so far yeah. below this show. <laughs> it's going to be straight to the top of the list. All the best. <laughs> thanks, mate. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Today's episode of The Chaser Report brought to you by the cup you refuse to wash up that is now just growing a small but mighty mould colony. Soon there will be a mould world with mould religions, mould social constructs, mouldy stores with mouldy offices and little mould people living little mouldy lives with their little mouldy cups of their own. So give it a wash or face the dirty mouldy god complex circumstances. So before we go, my wife is usually very protective of mm. how I look for some reason, which I find very odd, right? Oh, you rather know, to reflect well on her, yeah. Anyway, I said to her yesterday, so I'm thinking of shaving my head off because my hair is a disaster. Like, I've got yeah. COVID hair. You've got like, mad professor hair, hair at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. just insane, right? It's just horrible, That's horrible, horrible. There are tufts sticking out in yeah. every direction. And I was expecting her response to be, oh, no, 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 just use product. It'll be all right. You know, it's salvageable. And instead she went, oh, yeah, probably shaving your hair off is is the best option at this point. <laughs> so I'm just a little depressed because I think my wife has given up on me. She hasn't given like, up on you. She's just given up on your hair follicles. And to be yeah. fair, they started it. Yeah. yeah. As someone who's further along the same path despite being younger than you, Charles, um, there's not much you can do. When the hair follicle gives up the game, the, the, you've got to bring out the clippers, basically. But then I turned it back on her, of course, because it's like, yeah. hang on, if you're going to attack me and my hair, I'm going to attack you. right? So I then turned it back on her and said, well, you know, what are you doing about your hair? Because everyone's roots are growing out. It's all a disaster. Because she keeps on complaining about the fact that she colours her hair or whatever. And I don't know the process, but. Dye? Yeah, yeah, she's dye. She, Bleach, her, yeah, she like gets, that's like mine, gets, but mine's grown out. She gets somebody professional to do it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, why don't you just do it yourself? Like, it can't be Ooh, that hard. No, no. This is what she said. This is yeah. exactly the conversation I just had. Which <laughs> no. say, and she said, oh, no, no, that would be like hundreds of dollars worth of damage if I even touched it because my hairdresser would not approve. Yeah, and I, I think when... 
when I think about doing my hair, because I mean, I went three years in my teens, I used to bleach my own hair and then color it myself with my mum. And I had no problem back then doing that because I didn't really see hairdressers all that often anyway. But then I went through adulthood and paying myself, like paying with my own money for my hair to be professionally bleached or professionally colored by a hairdresser. And I think it's, I can't tell whether it's, I don't want to do it at home because it'll be so much damage to my hair or whether it, I don't want to do it at home because that means it's like easily $800 over the last yes, two years that's wasted. A, that's legit. No, yeah. Oh, okay. So you think that yeah. she's negotiating against this. Yeah, we always do. Like my hair's grown out heaps too and I just can't bring myself to cut it or dye it myself because of the amount of money I've already spent on getting it done professionally. That is a bit so – because my wife made it sound like it was sort of like a tradie thing, which is like she went, oh, look, mate, you know, like if – if you uh, yeah, don't do your own plumbing, you did your own plumbing, and like this is like eight hundred bucks worth of damage. Like mm. this is going to mm. take three months to do. Yeah, like I'm going to have to get in. I'm going to get some two fours and a drill, and yeah, and we're just going to yeah. have to start again. That's why I really hate when men don't just cut their own hair because you're already getting your hair cut for like twenty dollars max anyway. Look, let, let me just put it in these terms, Charles, so that you might understand. Your your wife has a carefully tended mansion. On her head, like it, it's it's well manicured. Right. It's looked after. There are professionals yeah. doing doing stuff. Okay, you have a shitty bed sit uh, that <laughs> you might as well just shave get, it off. Just and forget start it. Again. Yeah, You're better off making burn firewood, it to the ground. Know? Yeah, <laughs> cheaper. Yeah. yeah, just just burn, baby, burn, Charles. Just there's there's nothing left to lose. Our mics are by road or something, and um. <laughs> And we're supported by the Acast Creator Network. Although I don't know if we will be after this podcast. Good night. Good, go away. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and catch you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.